0: Welcome to Per Contra with Tijuana and Squint. Welcome back to Per Contra, everybody. Um, today we're trying something new again. So hopefully you guys enjoy it and we'll just jump right in.
1: Word came to Geralt of Rivia's ear of a black being colder than death itself and surrounded by an aura of terror that dwelt within the wilderness beyond the hills. Rumor said the wretched creature was corrupting the land around it. As a witcher, it was Geralt's job to see if these rumors were true. At dusk, he discovered that the rumors were indeed true, and for once there was no exaggeration in them. Geralt came to the ruins, and his medallion began to glow. The monster emerged. No, not a monster, a man. He was, quote, black-mantled, huge and threatening. A crown of steel he bore. But between rim and robe, naught was there to see, save only a deadly gleam of eyes. The lord of the Nazgul. Now he was come again, bringing ruin, turning hope to despair, and victory to death. A great black mace he wielded, and a blazing blade of steel. After the Battle of Four Norse, the Witch-King of Angmar went into hiding for five years. During that time, he lived in the wilderness seeking souls to corrupt toward his master's cause and building a place for his new army to be established. Now the Witch-King faced the Witcher. Will the Lord of the Nazgul succeed and corrupt Geralt and his people, or will the Witcher drive the wraith away? Find out on this episode of our brand new series.
0: Okay, okay. I, you know, it's interesting. I was just talking to Jonah the other day about the witch king specifically so i'm excited this is gonna be a fun conversation
1: yeah i was really excited when i came up with this idea too um and um it's funny because we were discussing what we wanted to talk about you know and the we kind of discussed okay we want to have characters that are concrete and not too mysterious so that we can easily flush out their powers and stuff and I totally went against that um, with the Witch King, but it was just too good to pass up, and uh, as I looked more into it, I realized that the two were going to be a really good match for each other, so I think this is going to be a lot of fun, and to start off, why don't you introduce us to Geralt?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, so at this point in time, Geralt is a pretty well-known fantasy protagonist. He's the main character of a series of books by Andre S- oh frick I'm going to butcher this dude's last name Sar- Sarkovsky, Sarpovsky. Um he's also the star of three very popular video games as well as a Netflix series which has gotten a lot of hype as well. He's right. essentially a monster hunter. Um originally the witcher's the I guess the like organization I guess you'd say of witchers was created by one of the emperors as knights magical knights who were to kill monsters and the mages that created them didn't like how they turned out and eventually the witchers disbanded and kind of started doing their own thing and that's where we get these like mercenaries these blades for hire that we see in the books the show and the games so Geralt is one of the last of his species essentially and in the media we are told that he is unique he's always kind of displayed more skill and prowess than his fellow witchers even when he was young going through the trials of the grasses which is like the mutations and stuff the witchers go through to become what they are, he showed more aptitude. He showed more tolerance to the pain and to the um, tinctures and stuff that he was given. And so as a result of all these mutations, Geralt is stronger, faster, more observant. He's got a heightened sense of smell, sight, and hearing. He is quick to heal and slow to age similar to like a dunedine ranger i think in the games he's about 80 years old i want to say but he looks to be in his like mid 40s kind of he wields a couple different swords he's got a steel sword for standard combat and then he witchers also wields silver swords for fighting monsters which i think is pretty cool they carry with them a variety of like potions and herbal oils and remedies for healing themselves or bolstering their natural abilities so they can take potions to make themselves faster or stronger or give themselves enhanced senses beyond what they already possess. And then they also possess the ability to cast small combat spells called signs. And so they can do things like push enemies with a burst of energy uh they can shoot sparks or fire from their fingertips they can affect someone's mind kind of like a jedi mind trick type of thing they can also use magic to shield themselves briefly as well as use magic to cast traps Um, in the games the trap sign uh is what it's called is used to fight things like wraiths and ghosts Um, if you don't have earden on the ground if you can't get them into your trap you can't hit them when they enter the trap they become like tangible and can be damaged so it's kind of a cool mechanic in the games what else Uh, some of the things that Geralt has done in his time as a witcher he's he's fought and killed a grizzly bear with only his hands like he basically boxed it to death which is kind of (laughs) cool he also did the same against a stone troll and he even at one point uh he he like found himself on the back of this dragon he was fighting while it was flying around and he actually was able to overpower the dragon in a sense where he like cranked on its head and caused the dragon to crash into the ground and was eventually able to kill the dragon but he's pretty badass and so i'm i'm excited to uh, tackle this topic of him versus the witch king of angmar
1: yeah and i appreciate the the little bit of background you gave too because i i don't know too much about geralt as a character i did some really shallow research about him just to make sure that um, he would be a good match for the Witch King Sure And um, from what I found <laughs> I found the the Killing bear with bare hands And I thought that was Hilarious and um, also A good sign that he would be uh, A good match for the Witch King um, And Also that because of His experience Fighting monsters He would have a lot of uh, Tricks to be able to damage a Nazgul which is uh normally difficult to do Um,
0: right well and that's one thing too I think if you ask anybody any witcher aside from Geralt any witcher in general a lot of their strength comes from the fact that they have extensive knowledge about the creatures they hunt and they prep for everything so yeah
1: yeah and um so for those few of you who aren't familiar with the Lord of the Rings, and if you are, maybe you are not so familiar with the Witch King, I can tell you a little bit about him to explain what we're talking about here. So, when I say that a Nazgul is typically difficult to arm, so the Witch King of Angmar as a man, um, kept living through centuries by the evil magic of Sauron, and now takes the form of a wraith. Which is um, invisible to the eye. And so you just see kind of his clothes draped there over his incorporeal body. And because of this cursed magic and his intangible form, a lot of weapons can't damage him. And like if you tried to strike him with traditional weapons, the weapons like break and burst and uh, cause damage to the wielder and stuff like that. But. Uh, it is explicitly uh, told of the witch king and displayed um, uh, when he's fighting against aowen uh, she's able to damage him with uh-huh. uh, with an with an elven sword that is kind of crafted specifically for, uh, and magically for the purpose of being able to fight such monsters and the so, magical weapons of Quote, unquote great craftsmanship can hurt him and these are basically weapons designed for the purpose of killing evil creatures which Geralt has access to so uh i thought it would be a cool fight because of that reason um so some interesting tidbits about the witch king um, he's likely also a numenorean um though it's not sus- explicitly mentioned it's kind of hinted at that um he's also uh, one of the Dúnedain, the men of the West.
0: Okay, I'd always and... wondered that, but I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, um, so it's not like, like his his backstory is pretty mysterious. Um, but he 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 waged war in Numenor and uh, you know was a leader there, and so it's it's pretty it's pretty easy to to kind of piece together that he's probably a Numenorian so, Sure. Yeah. Uh, also. Um, because I hear people talk about this a lot, I, I wanted to uh, go a little bit deeper into the no man can kill a witch king thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so, like, oh, haha, um Eowyn's a girl, so she was able to kill him, right? And so uh, <laughs> the no man can kill a witch king thing comes from a prophecy, like, a century-old prophecy by the elf Glorfindel. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, far off yet is his doom and not by the hand of man shall he fall. So that's kind of like the prophecy where like the no man can kill the witch king thing comes from. So in the book, when he faces Eowyn, he says something to the effect of no living man can hinder the witch king. And that's kind of that's kind of the scene that I think uh, the movie took from when they were right when they were doing that line. Um and also from this prophecy. Like, but
0: based on what you're saying, they, based on that prophecy, it kind of sounds like Glorfindel saw how the Witch King died.
1: Right. And yeah. it's just saying and,
0: that a man's not the one that killed him.
1: Right. And, and you know, we see, like, Elrond and other um, powerful elves that are able to kind of, like, have these prophetic visions. Yes. And they're not, like, super clear all the time. Well, and, and they're so not might...
0: always... I mean, I mean, knowing the future can change it, right? And we see that in right. the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy, where Elrond's visions do change.
1: Yeah, and so, um, he might have, like, somehow came to the foresight that um, the Witch King wasn't going to be killed by a man, um, but didn't know specifically how he was going to die. Sure. And and so the fact that you know he is foreseeing his demise is kind of like a hint that like okay yes like he can be killed mm-hmm. it just it just wasn't meant to be by a man right and so for those people who are maybe watching this and being like well Geralt's a guy and we know from the movie that the witch king can't be killed by a man so easy victory right Um, So yeah, I just wanted to clear that up too and also give you a little bit of back knowledge for those of you who um, didn't know um, about that. So um, as far as his abilities and stuff go, um, they are enigmatic, but um, so I wanted to go off of just the things that we know for sure he can do. Sure. Uh, And so kind of what I gathered from that is he obviously has lots of experience in battle. He's really old compared to most people, just like Geralt. And he's also led armies and can use magic. And his magic all is actually interestingly enough very similar to the kind that Geralt uses, because even though it's like hinted at in the Lord of the Rings universe that uh, sorcerers can like kind of do anything there seems to be some limitations and like some reason why they can't just go all out and go all like yes and I agree on that. people i would agree because with even that. gandalf fights with a sword and i feel like if gandalf could just start raining fire down like why not just do that you know what i'm saying right. so right when i hear that he's a powerful sorcerer i i definitely see limitations in it even though they're not like specifically mentioned Mm-hmm. Um, and so some things that we know he can do Is that he has the black breath Which is just an aura of fear That strikes that strikes lesser foes Into a state of terror um, Which uh, We kind of Can assume that I think wouldn't affect Geralt to A degree where he would be Like in- incapacitated at all Just because he's Not a lesser foe but also just uh, Experienced with Fighting wraiths and sure. such um, we talked about his weapon immunity um, and so his magical powers that we know of that have been mentioned or seen um, are that he can um, he has like mild telekinesis he can kind of he has kind of a little bit of effect on the physical world where he can cast aside weapons break them with his like I guess it's probably not with his mind it's more with magical powers but yeah telekinesis is the best way I could think to put it um, he can set his sword on fire he can control the undead like necromancy I guess mm-hmm. and there is one scene where um, he he blasts the door open to come fight Gandalf um, with lightning oh that's cool so um, he has access to lightning blast but doesn't use it <laughs> at any other time in either fight <laughs> and so I don't know if it's just because the witch king's like very like proud that he is a great swordsman and wants to fight people hand to hand or what the dealio was with that is why he's not just blasting everyone with lighting
0: i have wondered that also because i I mean like in the in the movies right when he's fighting eowyn i remember and i think this every time i watch that scene but we sit Mm -hmm. there and we watch this fight and the whole time i'm like where's your flaming sword where's the magic that shattered gandalf the White's staff where is your um like black breath like what's all, where where is all this stuff and i've mm-hmm. almost wondered if it's just the the pride that was the downfall of man that is talked about in the lord of the rings trilogy right that's maybe still consuming him cuz obviously you know he's this ring wraith now i wonder if maybe mm-hmm. his pride is so all consuming that he feels this need to best opponents just because he's better than them and not because yeah. he has all of these otherworldly abilities.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I—that's kind of the conclusion that I came to as well. Um, but there was a couple of other reasons that I thought maybe were the case too. Um, that perhaps the the magic is somewhat like exhaustible. Sure. Like there's like somewhat of a magic pool that he can draw on and kind of like run out of. Um, and that could be attached a little bit, maybe to like where his magic is drawn from, which is like directly connected to Sauron. Yeah. And so, you know, this time actually in the scenario that I kind of put smashed together for the for these two guys, his power would have been very similar to where it was where we see him in the books and movies, uh, because at the time of this battle uh, that he had to flee. Sauron was actually, like, hiding in his non-physical form in -hmm. in Dol Guldur. So that's the state, that that's a similar state that he's in in the the movies as well. So uh, he probably, in this fight, would be kind of similar to to how he was in the movies. But anyways, what what I'm getting at is that um, when we discuss this fight, um, we're going to take... Uh, the assumption that um, the Witch King can use these abilities uh, to a certain extent, and he will, um, because I think Geralt is going to force him to use everything he's got. I and... think so too.
0: I think I think Geralt is really going to put some pressure on the Witch King.
1: Yeah, but we're, for the purposes of this discussion, we're going to assume that the Witch King has limited use of of this of magic and he can only use the powers that uh, we have seen him use before so sure i think that's fair um, and that's kind of like what i decided before i went into this uh, so yeah flaming blade and he uses like blade and mace together yep um yep. and which are both not super i didn't like go digging in the numenorean <laughs> sorry cimmerillion Um, but (laughs) my, um, various Wikipedia and internet sources, um, say that these are made of steel. Okay. So, um...
0: And he does, I will throw this out there, too, um, the Witch King does have on his person at least one blade. also. Yes. Which is, I think, important for just general knowledge, even.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, um, I think he... That the Witcher or the Witch King would be inclined to use his Moral Blade in this fight, especially because I think he would want to take control of Geralt. I think sure. That would be definitely something Absolutely. That, would be, that would be kind of his main goal in this scenario, I think. Um, Geralt would be trying to drive him away, and the Witch King would want to enslave him. So, yes, the Moral Blade is the one that Frodo gets stabbed with. And has to be healed from but still never really fully recovers from Mm -hmm. and it's explained that to Frodo that if he like succumbs to the magical poison that um, he would actually become like a wraith himself and have to serve Sauron so so lastly um, the Witch King also has enhanced hearing and smell Um, that's that's also not a super solid source because he's very enigmatic so i don't want you guys to think that i'm like directly quoting this from Tolkien's mouth or anything but from my research he has enhanced hearing smell but i couldn't find any evidence that he actually has any type of superhuman strength or speed oh really uh, or anything like that and so i'm going to make another assumption here and just say that um, he's at like the peak of regular numenorean ability which is quite strong and fast and... I was going to
0: say, he's got to be at least as fast and strong as Aragorn. Right. Because, I mean, he holds his own. Granted, Aragorn kind of smokes all of the wraiths at Weathertop, at least in the movies. Yeah. But that, I think, may come down to just how skilled a swordsman Aragorn is, and not because he's stronger or faster physically, necessarily.
1: Right. And and we see a lot of instances, like, um, in The Lord of the Rings, like, for example, like, Aowen kills the Witch King, right? Mm-hmm. But if we were to have this discussion, like, about who would win between Eowyn and the Witch King, like, the Witch King would win 99 times out of 100. Oh, yeah.
0: Like... Well, and the only reason in the movie that Eowyn bests the Witch King is because Mary stabs him in the leg first and distracts him, and then she stabs him in the face. Like, she, right. she didn't do it by herself because she was more skilled.
1: Right, it was it was kind of lucky. It was circumstantial, yes. and so um, it could be argued that that's kind of what happened with right. Uh, you know, the ring races were fixated on the ring and and Rink Frodo, and mm-hmm. um, Aragorn kind of came up and, and shoot him away.
0: Yeah, but I think, so, like you said, in a one-on-one fight, Aowen dies. In a straight-up battle, like if they were standing across a field and there were nine wraiths and one Aragorn, I think he dies too yeah especially yeah. without like with just his regular sword that he's got in that first encounter uh-huh. he's dead
1: yeah so yeah yeah aragorn with the blade of the king versus witch king i think aragorn probably wins uh, uh, but also i think that kind of also depends on how powerful the witch king is like if sauron is fully powerful then kind of think right witch king might win. so right Anyways, that's a discussion for another day but um yeah, so I'm just going to say that he's, like, a peak human with, and he can kind of enhance his, like, strength with his magic. Sure. So, like, he has, like, the kind of the telekinetic powers that he would be able to use, like, when he's swinging his weapons. Um, but, yeah, I I think that's going to be a big downside for um, the Witch King is he's going to be undoubtedly slower than Geralt. And I, less, I agree like, acrobatic and yeah. uh, stuff like that. I think the Witch King might have more powerful magic.
0: Definitely, one hundred percent, he has more powerful magic than Geralt does, and that's
1: and that's going to be kind of the the balance to um, how he's going to be so outsped and out out But
0: well, I think um, I think um, you know to just kind of get into this a little bit. I think for Geralt to win this fight. I think it comes down to cunning and outmaneuvering his opponent. Yeah. Um, his speed and agility will definitely play a part. Um, we are told in uh, some of the depictions of Geralt that he is an expert swordsman, but that he's also extremely fast to the point right. where people have said that he has killed you know, six or seven people so quickly that they didn't even see his sword like he's very very fast um however the witch king is not a standard human right and so when we think about how the witchers are trained and how they fight they're taught to kill things in one motion and so a witcher always will target vital points so things like tendons or throats or hearts and the witch king i i personally maybe i'm wrong i don't think the witch king is going to be dropped if you go to behead him because he has no corporeal form right Right. Mm -hmm. and so it's not going to be this really quick like one hit kill kind of fight um that witchers are trained to to perform like they're Trained to end it really fast I don't think that's how it's going to go and so and, Geralt's really really going to have to be smart about how he uses his signs and how he moves if he hopes to beat the Witch King
1: yeah and I think that's why like it, in my research I thought this was going to be such a great fight because it, it it really seemed like it could go either way and it would it. I totally agree with you it would come down to how Geralt uh, was able to like it would be kind of the longer the fight is the better the chance Geralt's going to win. I think so too. In a fight the Witcher or the Witch King would would win. Um because this is some even though Geralt has experience with wraiths and similar things to the Witch King. Um I think you know if he just went in and tried to fight him like he was fighting a man. Um yeah, he his his weapon would explode. He would, he would be caught off guard and he would be taken down. So, right, um, yeah. But because Geralt does have access to, to wraith traps, to um, oils that make his weapons more powerful against wraiths, and things like that, um, I think that also, uh, the Witch King will be, really caught off guard by those things too. Because I agree. He seems- swinging their swords at him, and him not even having to worry about it, but because Carol has this um, sword that I think fits the, the category of being a very fine craft and magic ability that is designed for killing wraiths, and the fact that he can't even enhance that uh, with traps and oils, I think that his weapons will strike home, and that'll be big surprise to the witch king so.
0: sure well and i think to um just to touch on the weaponry so it's clear to everyone listening in in the witcher universe elves are very different than tolkien's elves in the sense that they are not like the mastersmiths who make the best of the best weapons and armor the way that tolkien's elves are dwarves are the mastersmiths in the world of the witcher and witchers only carry steel and silver swords of dwarven make so that they don't have to replace them because they use them a lot and so they want them to last and they want them to be the best so they can always count on what they're carrying and so i agree with you that i think his while his steel sword i don't think would do the trick i think his silver sword fits the bill of a magical weapon of fine make that would give him a fighting chance in a fencing battle with the witch king right yeah and i think their swordsmanship skills are well matched as well based on what we're told about both parties skill with a blade
1: yeah i and i think where I think where Geralt has the advantage in, in like, rostering, the Witch King would have the advantage in just just experience and all the different foes that he's fought sword to sword. Right. Because Geralt has fought all kinds of creatures, but less often uh, is he fighting someone of pretty equal strength with his sword. Usually if he's fighting people with swords he just wastes them you know that's
0: the thing normally he's fighting humans with a sword and he's just like chopping them in half with one swing or killing a bunch of them at once because they can't compete physically with him but the witch king definitely is going to hold a candle to that and you consider also the fact that yeah Geralt is old but he's only like 80 or 90 years old and the first like 15 to 20 years of that would have been spent as an apprentice witcher in training and so while he is a very skilled swordsman the witch king has like hundreds of years of combat experience on Geralt right I I don't know it's a toss-up for me as far as sword skill who would be the clear winner in that that one category I guess you could say yeah um because they're they're both expert swordsmen, they both have you know special weapons, and they're both, I would say, very methodical and very tactical about their approaches
1: to things. right, yeah, and that's that's de- that definitely I think can't go understated um, because even though like their skill with the sword is going to be very important in the outcome of this fight, it's not gonna look like a scene where they're charging at each other. And then their blades start clashing. Right. I don't think it would look like that at all. No. Um, no. I think that both would be kind of testing out slowly and feeling each other's weaknesses out because mm-hmm. I think that both would immediately be able to tell that the other is very powerful. And Definitely. And so it wouldn't be like, the witch king wouldn't be like, oh, another ant to squash." you know? It right. It would be like, okay, this guy's clearly different. Um, he's not affected at all by my uh by the black breath and so um yeah I think it would be I think it would be less about ching 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 clash 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 I knock you down and stick the sword to your throat type of thing it wouldn't look much like that at all I don't think I think that Geralt would be kind of circling and looking for opportunities to um to kind of set up his his um, magic and oils that would allow him to to gain the upper hand and if the witch king could figure out kind of what was going on and kind of just try to make for a short fight like i was saying that might make a huge difference so do you think that um so two important questions Mm -hmm. would the witch king be able to kind of assess the situation and understand that he needs to be wary of Geralt's magic I and if he did would he actually be able to like do anything about it because could he even like catch Geralt like and um, not just like running at him but maybe he like uses magic to close the distance or um corner him or something like that.
0: The witch king to use magic to corner Geralt?
1: So do you think that the witch king would be able to understand Geralt's magic and would he be able to stop him from basically setting up a situation where
0: Oh, I see. I see. True. Yeah. So at first glance, unless you know the history of a Witcher and know how to identify what a Witcher is, you wouldn't guess that they possess any sort of magical ability. Right. Um and especially coming from a, a world like the Witch King is in, where magic users tend to wield different weapons and things, because most of the yeah. magic users in the Tolkien universe wield things like short swords and stabs rather than two bastard swords. Yeah. And they don't tend to wear like leather and chainmail. Like, witchers yep. are very grungy, they look like swords for hire, they smell like ale and body odor, like they're, they're dirty, they're grungy, they're gritty, and they don't look like they would have magical knowledge. I wouldn't say that they even emit enough of, like, a magical aura or energy that you'd be able to pick up, like, oh, this person knows some combat spells.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I don't know that, that walking into the fight, the Witch King would be immediately able to to see that Geralt could use some basic magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as stopping him from using the magic, that's another interesting thing about Witcher specifically. So in the Witcherverse, um, mages, when they use magic... It's very similar to when the Wizards of Tolkien's stories use magic, where there's a lot of um, incantation and there's like some setup, if you will, before the spell mm-hmm. is actually cast. Yeah. Um, at least for like big powerhouse spells. Right. Witcher spells are very small time spells. And the way they're cast is actually by making different shapes Or symbols with their fingers in the air so they just kind of do these somatic hand motions and a small spell or effect is produced and so they're very instantaneous and can be cast even in the midst of like a roll or while running and so preventing Geralt from casting his magic I think would be difficult for the witch king to do
1: yeah I I agree with that and I think that um Geralt would be able to understand that he's fighting a wraith and and then just kind of immediately try to set up his ideal scenario for fighting a wraith and And i I don't think
0: i don't think Geralt would pick it up right away but after going and attempting to deal some damage maybe once or twice and kind of piecing together that nothing was happening i think Geralt would start to change his approach at that point
1: yeah and um i think and i do like that route i think like trading blows and then Geralt actually being the one that's being overpowered and then having to fall back then go for setting up one of his traps i think that's kind of exactly how it would go yeah i think that's definitely what would have to happen and i do think that the witch king would fall into the trap i i and see it in very Lord of the Rings movie fashion. I think yeah. he would get overconfident and just not really even know what was going on until we went to it. So I will say, exactly. though, okay.
0: I, I will say, I mean, like, if we envision Geralt and the, the Witch King kind of exchanging glances and exchanging blows, and Geralt finally pieces together that his approach needs to change, And even if he just casts Earden in an attempt to slow the Witch King down so that he has a little more time to think or find an opening, and he realizes, like, oh, this is working, this guy must be some sort of wraith or ghost, I Mm -hmm. think when that happens and the Witch King realizes that, oh, this dude is actually going to pose some sort of threat, I think that's when the Witch King also starts to kind of adjust how he's viewing the fight and look for an opening to use the Morgul blade on Geralt. Yeah. Um, At which point I will say that witchers seem to be, and I I could be totally guessing on this, but they seem to be either resistant or immune to certain poisons or curses. We see in uh, a lot of the like cinematics for the Witcher 3, Geralt being like, bitten by a vampire, and not turning, not dying. Um, However, with the nature of the Morgul curse, the Morgul poison, I think it would affect him. Yeah. I do think he could use some of his potions to kind of slow the effect so that he could continue to fight. Mm -hmm. Long term, I don't know that Geralt could get rid of the curse,
1: though. Yeah, I... In my research also, because I thought this would be very important, I also did find that Geralt has resistance to poison. Okay. And so, yeah. And I think that really will be important. And I... And that's how I would see it going as well. I see Geralt, if he was to be struck by the Marvel Blade, taking some sort of effect from it, but to truly slow him down, um, I think it would be like many minutes or even hours before he would like really before it would affect like his combat to the point where like he wouldn't be able to you know to where like sure. it would just be an easy win for the witch king after that you know what i'm saying sure like, it would have to be an unreasonably long fight or the, uh like an a non-lethal strike from the morgo blade to decide the fight
0: so. right right so based on based on the conversation that we've been having, do you have a vision of how you think this fight would go?
1: Um, yeah, so I don't have 100% exactly how maybe it would get to the point. Um, I really like what we've come up with so far. Um, but I, I, I can't see an, an too many other endings that don't end in just... Geralt kind of like dodge rolling his way to victory
0: sure like pulling Um, a dark souls and just evading the witch (laughs) king until there's the perfect opening
1: yeah dark like the witch king is total dark souls boss and Geralt is total dark souls character just kind of like (laughs) outspeeding him and eventually learning his patterns and tricks to where like his knowledge of killing monsters would eventually like get him to the point where he'd be like okay this is the setup that I need to to pull this off um but yeah i think that because the witch king just like it takes so much to kill him because like when you're killing him you're essentially like ripping his soul away from like the magic of sauron right which like we see kind of like visualized in the movie where he like takes kind of forever to die where like a regular person if they got stabbed in the face they like just dead you know right um and so I think that Geralt definitely like gets stabbed by the Morble Blade. Whether it's while the Witch King's dying or not, I think he's coming out of there with a serious wound. But yeah, I the reason I like say that I don't really see an ending where Geralt doesn't win just from like his superior physica- physicality Is just because he kind of has an answer for everything that the witch king has
0: right that's kind Uh, of like his whole purpose is to have an answer for anything that a monster can throw at him
1: right yeah and so if there was something that was like okay well the witch king has this and Geralt doesn't really have something for that like then maybe I could make an argument for like there would be a time when or like if this certain thing happened then the witch king would win um but yeah Geralt kind of has has the right tools for the job
0: sure sure
1: um so do you when you were visioning it did you see any like potential openings for the witch king to win
0: so i i actually have like a vision for how this fight plays out from start to
1: finish okay we gotta do this
0: okay so geralt takes this assignment he rides off into the woods to these these ruins to find this creature he's
1: hunting and okay so before you keep going i will say um that the reason why i set the scenario at dusk is because um Nazgul's are more powerful at night right sure and so and less powerful during the day sure and so i wanted the fight to be during the day and the night so that it would be so that that wouldn't come into too much of play you know what i'm saying so like sure so we can see like...
0: each each opponent at the peak of their performance basically right
1: and i didn't want it to be like well how would the fight go if it was at night nice? that kind of thing so right go on.
0: so Geralt approaches these ruins right and the sun is kind of just beginning to set behind the mountains and the trees and the light it's casting kind of cuts the arena if you will in half almost and on the side that the light is hitting Geralt is walking up to this this square if you will and Out of this like dark hallway, this arch in the ruins, steps the Witch King, a figure robed in black with his crazy crown, right? His faceless crown, wielding his his black longsword and his flail. And they I think they kind of sit there for a second. They size each other up. They kind of walk in circles. I envision it being very similar to like the very first sword fight in princess bride between wesley and inigo montoya where they yeah, kind of like yeah. they have some banter they talk
1: oh yeah they, wesley's pouring be... rocks
0: out of his boot you know yeah.
1: there would be conversation going on during this fight like a hundred percent yeah like, so every that's... fight the witch king is in basically in the canon of lord of the rings he's always taunting his opponent he's always right yeah totally
0: Right, and so that's kind of what I see happening in the beginning. They're sizing each other up, and I think very quickly Geralt would be like, okay, I'm using silver for this fight. There's no way this dude is taking any damage from my steel sword. So he draws his silver sword, and he approaches, and they kind of they fence for a minute. Geralt lands some blows that don't do anything, And the Witch King is able to actually uh, maybe cut or stab him very shallow wounds. And I think also uh, swing his flail around and Geralt maybe blocks it, but is thrown back and kind of rolls to his feet. At which point, I think he would then oil his blade and try again. Um, Maybe having a little more success, but still not dealing the damage that he wants to win this fight, right? Yeah. At which point I think this is where we begin to see Geralt like, okay, I need to adjust my approach and he's going to rush in. I think he'll cast Eardin on the ground and begin um, trying to dodge and roll and slash at points like the backs of the knees or the elbows, um, the neck, to try to see where any of the Witch King's weak points might be. And this is when Geralt notices, like, okay, this dude must be a wraith or a ghost of some sort uh, because my, my spectral trap is really doing some work here, okay? And so this is the strategy that he continues to use. And I think as he continues to come in for more engagements, now that he realizes that this trap spell is working, the Witch King is becoming a little more aggressive because of the pressure being put on him. And because of this extra aggressiveness, Geralt is having to be more defensive also. So not only is Geralt casting Iriden to trap and damage the Witch King, and when I say trap, um, I don't want it to be misconstrued that this is an aura that the Witch King can't move out of. He can absolutely leave the spell. Um, The spell causes slowness, to its targets and it causes incorporeal beings to be damaged like they have a corporeal form or at least to be able to be hit to be struck um but the witch king can leave the circle right but during these engagements these quick engagements geralt is also casting quen which is a shielding spell and so Uh, When a Witcher casts Quen, typically it will block one to two strikes before the spell dissipates and needs to be recast. And so I think as this happens, Geralt really gets the Witch King on the ropes. He comes in for the last engagement, casts Eirden on the ground, casts Quen on himself. He takes a blow from the Witch King, but the Witch King has caught on to his tactics also. And the Witch King hits him, breaks the shielding spell, and as Geralt deals the killing blow to the Witch King, the Witch King stabs him with the Morgul Blade, I think. Yeah. And they kind of sit there for a moment. The Witch King does his imploding, and then the blade on the Morgul Blade disintegrates, and the hilt falls to the ground. Geralt starts feeling sick. I think he imbibes some potions to buy himself some time maybe because of his natural resistance to poison he's able to last even a couple days not at like peak physical condition but before the poison and the curse take him but i think after they do i think Geralt may even become the new leader of the ring wraiths because of his prowess and power after he's converted into a wraith interesting but i think short term i think Geralt kills the witch king in that fight overall though i would say the witch king would win if gerald is stabbed by that blade and he can't do anything about it and he becomes a wraith i think the witch king is still the winner in that fight even right. if he's dead
1: yeah and it's interesting that you mentioned that mentioned that because um it's actually unclear like in the actual like book canon um if the witch king was like fully destroyed right um in that fight um where eowyn stabs him In the neck, actually, in the books, and it's like theorized that he he might eventually like again return, kind of like how Sauron does, and so yeah, it could be that um, that could you know that could definitely happen. Even though he was defeated in that moment, he's not like completely gone.
0: Right. I think long term, when you consider the fact that if that blade pricks Geralt, he's done long term and the fact that the witch king seems to have immortality yeah um beyond the immortality of like an elf because an elf can live forever without getting sick or dying of old age but they can be killed via bodily harm or injury the witch king is never expressed to have that kind of uh i guess contingent immortality it seems to be just generally Mm -hmm. he's immortal if if yeah. Sauron's power is in existence, the witch king seems to not be killable,
1: yes, and I think that's probably what it hinges on is like is that i I would be willing to bet it, obviously there's no like hundred percent way to tell um but yeah i I would say it's very similar to the way that um Sauron kind of fades in and out of power as the forces of the universe kind of dictate yes So but yeah. yeah i think
0: I... I think in a one-on-one fight i think Geralt does best the witch king i yeah. do not see a scenario where Geralt does not like take some sort of blow from the morgul blade though and if that happens i think he's screwed
1: right and yeah i i agree i agree with that especially because um the witch king would in those final moments rely heavily on his sorcery. So whatever it was that he like needed to do to create that opening. Yes. Um, uh, to land the blow with the Morgul Blade. Even if he like caught Geralt off guard, landed the blow, and then Geralt was able to continue the fight and um eventually defeat the witch the witch king and then eventually be too affected by the Morgul Blade. Um yeah, I I see that as a scenario as well. But I, I agree i think um for those of you who are like waiting for like okay well who's the victor Geralt the witcher defeats the witch king
0: yeah um, i think but, so too but
1: at, at, but at you know but at great cost so yeah. right right I, and
0: i mean if you disagree we want to know and tell us why you disagree because maybe maybe there is something we're missing maybe the witch king does have a linchpin that we overlooked um and if that's the case he could win but without that thing i think gerald takes it
1: yeah i agree and there are definitely people out there who know a lot more about the lord of the rings than me so um this information that i was able to gather and remember um is definitely like not complete information and it's just and we definitely took some liberties as well uh, sure in this discussion um so that we could have this fun discussion so yeah i definitely would want to hear um some other scenarios that you guys come up with of ways that the witch king might win or ways that the battle might have gone differently um that would be a lot of fun to talk about um and have kind of like a continuing discussion um, definitely with this with this series and um if this is received well then we can take suggestions of um who you all would like to see battle next and yes good stuff
0: yes because we we'd love to do more of these and so if if you want to see any matchups uh that you think would be well matched like it's no fun to do a matchup like like we're not going to do Gandalf versus Dumbledore okay because we know Dumbledore is getting clapped every time (laughs) but get like give us give us some suggestions that would actually be fun to to think out because we want to do more of these for sure
1: yeah this was this was a lot of fun i think it turned out just right and so yeah thank you all for tuning in um, to this discussion and we'll talk to you soon
0: we'll catch you guys next time